0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck, hosted by yours truly, Alana Kapitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm Alana, the CEO and founder of Moms Toronto. We're on a mission to bring moms together and give them a great day, revolutionizing maternity leave. And I'm Dr.
1: Dina Kulik. I'm a pediatrician and pediatric emergency medicine doctor. I provide no nonsense child health advice, dispelling myths and empowering parents to parent confidently and raise your healthiest kids. Together, we have six kids under eight. We are eager to chat with other moms, entrepreneurs, and interesting people about everything from sex to alcohol, sleep woes, and body shaming. We aren't afraid to talk about taboo topics or share our many opinions. We say it like it is and want to get to the heart of the issues facing moms and caregivers everywhere. Come join us
0: okay <laughs> hello my friends welcome to moms that say fuck uh we're super pumped to have you here and i don't know why i'm the one who reads the bio i'm the one who's basically dyslexic yeah. um, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <I like it. laughs> okay so um Dupi. oh yeah umi Close. Oye Wumi. Oye Wumi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oye Wumi. Yeah. Who is an otolaryngologist? <laughs> ja, ja.
2: And she's E-N-T. an ENT. E-N-T. How E-N-T. do you say it though? Otolaryngologist.
0: Otolaryng. <laughs> Gologist. Yeah. Otolary guys. It's spelled O T O L A R Y N G O L O G I S T. That's like a freaking million dollar word That's like right a there. Spelling bee
1: right there. It is a spelling bee. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Spelling bee. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So she's ENT doctor at Markham Stoweville Hospital, fo- focusing on pediatrics and head and neck surgery. Cool. She's a fitness trainer at the Resilience Fitness in East Toronto. She's a mom of a 15 year old. She loves love her 15 pers- month 15 month, month, month old. <laughs> <laughs> My god 15 month old i saw month and said year i'm sorry i'm so sorry i love her prosecco and all things rose and her family love it do be welcome
2: thanks thanks for having me guys (laughs) have you ever been on a podcast no i've I've listened to a lot of podcasts but never been on one there you go welcome
0: thanks okay so i was gonna say tell us about you
2: Okay. Um, yeah. Give, us, give <laughs> us the part that I didn't fuck okay. up here. Yeah, sure. So do you want to start from my birth or like just, <laughs> <laughs> just from... Were you born in Toronto? No. So yeah. uh, I was born in Nigeria. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but moved here when I was nine months old. I'm the youngest of four kids. So I uh, grew up partially in London, Ontario, and mm. then did high school in Kingston, Ontario. Mm. Yeah. Did my undergrad at Queens, then uh, med school at U of T, and then my residency at U of T. And how did you guys meet? U of T? We'd we didn't. Ashlyn.
1: Yeah, Ashlyn and Josh. Oh. sent us. the yeah. email. Come, Come on, on. you Ashlyn connection? Yeah. Whoa. And we were talking before, and like, she's buddies with all my ENT friends. Yeah, so we yeah. yeah, yeah. I so thought maybe you no, I didn't go to UFT, I went to Mac. Mac,
0: of course. We went mm. to university together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm always like half in the bag and not very good at <laughs> life by the time I show up to podcast. Not good at life. Not good at life. Yeah. Um, cool, Doopy. Okay. And you live in the Danforth. I live yeah, I live in East Toronto, Danforth That's village cool. area. Yeah. That's awesome. It. And how long have you been practicing as a physician?
2: Uh, so I graduated from residency in twenty sixteen, so okay. I guess Three years now. Oh, you're like a
0: newbie newbie. You're no more newbie, newbie than I'm a newbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. And what great. does
2: pediatric ENT mean? Um, so for me, pediatric ENT, um, So sort of the more basic uh, procedures that I do will be seeing kids with like hearing loss based on recurrent ear infections or uh-huh. fluid in their ear. So I'll put tubes in the ears to help regain their hearing. I see a lot of kids with sleep disordered breathing and sleep apnea because their tonsils are, and, and adenoids are too big. Oh, wow. Um, and so we'll remove their tonsils and adenoids to help with that. Mm-hmm. And then um, more specifically because of my interest in head and neck, I do some head and neck things in children. So I'll do stuff like removing thyroglossal duct cysts, which are sort of congenital cysts that people can have in their necks. Mm-hmm. I'll take away preauricular cysts, so cysts that are in the ears. Um, and every now and again, if a kid has a parotid tumor or a thyroid tumor, then I'll remove that.
0: Whoa.
1: Cool stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I had tubes in my ears. So what happens? Like, okay, a doctor, someone's like, oh, my kid is A, B, and C. And then they need, what, what happens in a kid's life that they need to go to Dina and then you?
2: Yeah, so usually when yeah. I see them, they've seen either their pediatrician or their mm-hmm. or their um, family physician. And yeah. it's usually at some point of their checkup, usually like their 15-month or 18-month checkup, mm-hmm. they find out, A, either they haven't had any good language development, so oh, wow. they have a speech delay where they're only saying a few words, mm-hmm. or they're a child that's been getting a lot of ear infections and have have who have been on antibiotics a lot yeah so usually what they'll do is they'll get it either they'll get a hearing test first before seeing me or they'll see me and get a hearing test at the same time because I have um, access to hearing tests and so Mm -hmm. we'll check the hearing and then if the hearing shows that a they have a loss in their hearing Mm -hmm. and b that there's fluid in their ear and they've met other specific criteria then we'll discuss putting tubes in
1: is that a big procedure no, it's like nothing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I always say every procedure is, you yeah. know, it's it's the most common procedure that I do. I probably do like at least like three to four a week um, when I'm operating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty, it takes uh, like about 15 minutes mm-hmm. to do. And it's it, you know, very brief. You still I, have
1: to make the kid
0: asleep. And yeah. Make so I got tubes in when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I got my tonsils out. But you the, got I, the
2: trifecta. Yeah.
0: Mm. Is that the trifecta? Yeah, you
2: get your tubes, yeah. uh, tubes in, yeah. tonsils out, adenoids out.
0: Oh, I wonder if I got my adenoids out.
2: Probably. He probably did
0: the same Usually thing. Usually, if you really? take out the tonsils, you take do out. Because I was thinking about that. I just looked at my son's mouth. He's two and a half, and I saw his little Means tiny nothing. Little balls on the back of his how throat. How big
1: the tonsils are, nothing. He doesn't I
0: have I know, any but signs like, how do anything? they do it? Do they just open your mouth and do a little laser, and they just balls drop in your hand? Like, how does you it actually like, work? like stupid
2: out, don't you? Yeah, like, sort of, like, that's sort of not as <laughs> inaccurate <laughs> as you think. Oh. I just like <laughs> pictured
0: these little testy balls almost like falling out of their mouth into sort somebody's of, hands.
2: Yeah, I mean, we did so two different ways. You can either do it like the cold way, which is is people use sort of like cold steel in a knife to remove it or you can <gasps> do it like the hot technique where you cauterize it out so you sort of not a laser but it's called a cautery like yeah uh, i feel heat, like that's a better option that. that's what i use yeah. i kind of
1: always pictured I, I've, I've never seen a tonsillectomy somehow but yeah. or an adenoidectomy but i picture like um a melon baller <laughs> is that what they're called melon baller so, Yep,
0: that's what they're called. Yeah, I don't
1: picture that. like an ice cream scooper. Yeah. sort of? Yeah, <laughs> like
0: but a, like for mel.
2: For like, like like they're, like they're very small. small. Uh, yeah, no. No, <laughs> no not at <laughs> all. No. For all the these years, describing been wrong. Uh, wild <laughs> no, over Describing no, yeah. it mean, no, very inappropriately. I mean, Procedure. Yeah, I can yeah. see how you would think that. Sort of scoop it out. But no, we just use like, it looks like a little pencil, but mm-hmm. it's actually like a cautery. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of grab the tonsil and we just sort of scoop it out of what's called the tonsillar fossa. sort of the area where the tonsils live. And then we take it out. And then for the adenoids, there's different ways to do it. But usually there's something called like an adenoid curette. It's like a sort of looks, it's like a little scooper and you sort of just scrape. It's a melon baller. Yeah. So is. we'll call. It. I'll say yes. Yeah. Sure i will give from you somewhere. a that I'll give you a win there. I feel there.
1: like Sarah Hugh might have described it to me that way. And so I've just run with it. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: guess. Okay. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Okay. okay like, so yeah. passable. Yeah. Doopy, doop, doop, hold on. Doopy, I have
0: a question. What do the tonsils actually do? Yeah. Nothing. So... What role do they play in the human anatomy? It's a very good question. Yeah, it's a great
2: question. So, you know, I sort of equate the tonsils now almost like the appendix. So there's a a sort of like a lymphoid tissue that's part of our immune system. But, you know, if you don't have them, it doesn't mean that you have an increased risk of infections or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually now because we remove them half the time because people get recurrent tonsil um, tonsil infections. So Mm -hmm. they don't really have a function. (laughs) So they, do, they are
1: one piece of your immune system, but right. you have lots of other pieces to your immune system. Like right. Cells that float around your body, your lymph nodes around your neck, the adenoids, like there's other pieces, your spleen, there's other things that help keep you healthy. But, but I
0: think our generation, were you born in the 80s? I was. late, Like early 80s? Mid 80s. 80s. Okay, yeah. so I feel like my generation of people all had their tonsils many out. Many people had tonsils out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then my husband, who's like many years older than me, his generation didn't. So when I first looked in his mouth and saw his tonsils, I was like, holy fuck, what are those balls in your fucking throat? But when I look at my own mouth, I was like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to
1: look. I feel like in the 80s and maybe 90s, a lot of people did tonsillectomies for like any strep infections. Like you right. had like yeah. one or two and the kid was in pain, they were like, just take those damn things out. Exactly. And now like you have to meet the threshold, which yeah, is like five or six or something now. in a yeah.
2: year. So yeah. we're a lot more yeah. stringent on when we remove them.
0: Okay, do be? But also I remember after like I don't remember getting my tubes in but I remember at some point at like around eight or nine like them taking the tubes out and being like, "What the fuck? That was in my ear for all this time, really? yeah. like a blue tube like they coming out my ear." ear. We to fall out. Yeah,
2: we don't take them out. No, usually. I think they
0: they looked in my ear and it's like, "Oh, your tube is like," and they just like, "Oh yeah." Oh, so okay. sometimes it's out. just in the yeah. ear canal. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, like mixed with a little bit of wax right. and it's there, not a big deal. But usually the tubes last about a year. Oh my god! Can you explain and then,
1: what a tube is? Because I think a lot of people don't even know. Is what that it means. plastic?
2: Yeah. So there's different types of tubes. The most common type of tube that we use is something called like a Rooter bobbin tube or an Armstrong tube, and it's literally probably the size of like the like the white of like your pinky nail yeah and just this plastic little tube and h- half of it goes on one side of the eardrum and the other half goes on the other side and its goal is just to make sure that your air your ear still stays ventilated to prevent fluid from reaccumulating
0: okay but i have sense okay yeah it does make sense but i have to tell you i look at my my nephew had his tubes in and like i see wax like constantly like pouring out of his ear so that what it's supposed to be And when I look at my own daughter, I see wax build up in her ears and I just want to scoop that shit out, man.
2: What Um, should I do? Don't touch the wax. Yeah, yeah, don't leave the wax alone. Yeah, but leave it alone. But it's
0: so goopy in here You know, I
2: mean, if it's like right out there, yes. like I'll say, you know, when you're bathing her, like, put yeah. a face, co- like a face cloth, yeah. and you can slowly wipe it. Yeah. But like big acts on Q-tips.
1: No, I would never put a Q-tip in. Yeah, yeah a lot of people do Q-tips. No. The reason why Q-tips suck is a couple of reasons. It's one, pushing one the wax you're in. pushing the wax in. You're compacting it. So then uh-huh. when I go to look in your ears to see if you have an ear infection, can't I can't see, see shit because uh-huh. I because now there's a big ball of wax stuck there. Uh-huh. Also, you have these little hairs called cilia in your ear canal that are meant to like wisp like debris and wax out and when you instrument it when you put a q-tip in Mm -hmm. or your finger or anything else you're screwing up the way that those things are flowing so basically your ear canal is meant to get rid of stuff and you're going opposite the direction
2: exactly yeah. and then I see people who have used Q-tips and have like scraped the like crap out of their ear canal they have these florid ear infections or people how many times I've seen someone like cleaning their ear and someone bumps mm-hmm. it and they get a perfor- like get a hole in their eardrum oh and people have lost hearing like if you look at an mm-hmm. actual Q-tip box it says not for use in the ear
1: right and that's what like everyone uses them for so yeah right. don't use Q-tips I say yeah. like if you want to use a Q-tip use it externally nothing right. into the hole exactly. right. like the
0: top of your ear you know this stuff so when I see the wax just like sitting on the outside side of her yeah I just wipe your it, it with her finger I'm not that's going fine. like in her ear yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 don't, okay don't go in the
1: canal don't go in the hole Ugh. where you can't see where stuff's going right exactly.
0: yeah. okay how about tinnitus because I've I just had that as my adult do kids get tinnitus
2: yeah, anyone can get tinnitus. So tinnitus is- oh, tinnitus, sorry. Yeah, oh, no, some people say tinnitus. I say tinnitus, tomato, that's tomato. That's you know, probably it's me thing. saying you're wrong. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this you know, t- I'm wrong in your right. Tinnitus is a tough one. Tinnitus yeah. just means you get- I had it you for the get, first time in my adult life. Yeah, tinnitus just terrible. means you're getting a noise in the ear. For a lot of people, it's a yeah. ringing sound. For other people, it's just high-pitched noise. Mm-hmm. Um, the most common reason why- I see tinnitus is usually in older people because they've started to lose their hearing. And tinnitus is just sort of the mind and the body's and the ear's way of compensating for that loss of hearing. So Uh there's no cure for it. It's just sort of one of those things that it can be bothersome. Usually with time it gets better. But for some people, it's sort of like... I had
0: it for like eight weeks. It was so bad. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was... Remember, I was, I was sick for almost all of April and half of May. Yeah, when you had that cough thing. I had a cough. I had a, I had a million, a bronchitis, I had a million things. Yeah. It was like part of the package of sickness mm. he's that he's I had. falling out of fluid behind the drum. Oh yeah, my God, it was I thought I, was, yeah. I thought my teeth were falling out. I made an emergency dentist appointment. I so like there is nothing wrong with any of your teeth. Yeah. It's like it's just all happening at <laughs> the, the same time. It's like a super congestion. And yeah. Yeah. My God. It's like listening
1: to um, a shell
0: yeah it's like right? I mean it's like all oh, the crickets when you're like and in in like the nature or like when you hear maybe like electricity and like yeah. when you're yeah. near like a mm. hydro pole or so something annoying. that's what I heard and I was like oh my god please for god's fucking sake stop this goddamn it's noise super annoying mm. I know it's I so feel annoying. bad for people that have it oh and I feel
2: even worse because there's not much that we can do for it it's unless crazy. you have hearing loss
0: oh my god it's so bananas okay cool um we talk about sleep apnea I feel like this comes up yeah. so much and it's sleep apnea so in for the kids. media all the time now yeah. yeah isn't it just for obesity I thought
1: that's for adults. That's for old oh, people. Okay, but for yeah. kids, okay. kids not so much.
2: Yeah, for kids, the most common reason why we why, why I see sleep apnea is because they have tonsils or adenoids that are really big. Mm-hmm. Um So you know, we don't. Uh, when I see a kid that there's a query sleep apnea, you can't really. What's conf- a query sleep? apnea? So like. They, the parents say that they snore. So usually it'll be snoring, okay. like maybe they stop breathing when they're asleep. Please assess is what I'll get. Mm-hmm. Usually we, they
0: come to
1: me and they're like, they're snoring so much, but sometimes they like gasp or they pause and they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, let's make sure there's no sleep apnea. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So
2: sleep apnea just means that there's an episode in which you stop breathing when you sleep. And so your brain isn't getting oxygen. And then you sort of gasp for air once your brain realizes it's not being nursed with oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um We usually now we call, at least in my hospital, we call it sleep disordered breathing. We don't call it sleep apnea unless there's a confirmed sleep study to say that there's actual apneic episodes. Um, But what we do is we um, get, you know, we assess the The child, we make sure that they actually have enlarged adenoids and tonsils. And then usually, unless the patient, the parents usually come in now with like a, like an audio recording of their kid, which is actually great because sometimes they're like, we think they do, we don't know what they're doing. So I can actually physically like listen to it and then Mm -hmm. know if they do, if there's any sort of confusion, then we actually give them like a sleep diary. So we make them go home, watch their kids sleep a couple of times a night for a few uh, minutes once they've been asleep for about an hour or so Mm -hmm. and see if there are any episodes of pausing. In a child, if there's even a single episode of pausing, the tonsils and adenoids get out.
1: Oh, so you don't even care if there's a sleep study? No. Oh, a lot of the surgeons in Toronto want that confirmatory sleep study objective evidence.
2: Yeah, you know, the the problem is the... the for us the wait time to get a sleep study is so significant Mm -hmm. and you know if they come in and they're like you know their kids not sleeping sometimes you see a kid and you just know they're not like they come in they got the you know the black circles around their eyes they're like breathing out of their mouth they sound like they have a cold but they haven't had a cold in like two years Mm -hmm. I'm like and they're suffering I'm like we remove them. Mm-hmm. But we never call it sleep apnea. We call it sleep disordered breathing. Because uh-huh.
1: they don't yeah. have that objective evidence of sleep apnea.
2: Exactly. Yeah, right. I've been, yeah,
1: I've been ordering tests on all these kids. I'm hoping actually we'll be offering sleep studies by us soon too. That'd be great. Um, Like at home things, like yeah. little things you take home yeah, with you to actually get. Yeah. yeah, that'd so be I'm great. I'm excited about that. But yeah, there's a lot of kids with, with so you know many. questionable sleep apnea. Yeah. Almost all these kids that I'm sending for sleep studies, I already know they have sleep apnea. But I thought you guys wanted the confirmation. So that's good to know.
2: Yeah, no, we don't. We don't. I think a lot of families do house.
1: too. They want yeah. to like, before you have a big surgery. Um, and do you always take the adenoids, sorry, do you always take the tonsils out with the adenoids when you do it?
2: Uh, only if the tonsils are large. Right. Okay. So yeah. otherwise you
1: just leave them. Yeah. If yeah. the
2: tonsils aren't big, then I won't remove them. And I always, I scope the kids in clinic. So yeah. I'll scope them. And if I go in there, so scoping meaning that there's, I have a tiny camera, yeah. goes through their nose and lets me take a look at the back of their nose and their throat. If I can, if I go there and I can't even get past the adenoids, then they're coming out. Yeah,
0: hmm. sounds pretty. Love easy. it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, you get a car and you get a <laughs> car and you get a melon melon baller. Not really. Just a car. just that. a lot of popsicles. Just <laughs> just lots of <laughs> popsicles. That's yeah. what I remember, man. Yeah. Sick Kids yeah, Hospital crazy. with the popsicle, hmm. man. Yeah, ice cream. Oh, That was so good. Sick Kids like doesn't
1: yeah. do any kids like you anymore. The only I really know. Like really yeah, they only, stuff. Do, sick. They only yeah. do real. You were like way too healthy for sickings. I know. Mm-hmm.
0: I got, that's where I got my tonsils out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're our, a mom. I am. Yeah. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So I have a 15 month old boy named Gordon. Gordon. Oh what love. a great name. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's wild. Is he? He's yeah. He's crazy, but <laughs> in an awesome way, he loves to dance with or without music. Uh-huh. But he'll be dancing. Just like bops. <laughs> just bops. Uh-huh. I'm teaching him how to squat right now uh-huh. and to do some fast feet. So we're getting him ready to go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're
0: start. also a trainer you have a very athletic background yeah you're an athletic woman like you look like you're strong thank
2: you yeah no, yeah. i like to work out yeah you yeah. look like you you look
0: like you you lift some lbs
2: there <laughs> yeah okay um yeah no he's awesome yeah um yeah he's like the best yeah yeah he's, yeah he's was great.
0: parenting what you thought it was going to
2: be Um. Yeah. It's honestly, it's been hard, but I've loved every single moment of it. Like, my God, really? Okay, I loved being pregnant. really loved what the it. who are you we you hate be? you where did you come from yeah, i, I love, hated pregnant you know what I'll, so I'm so, jealous ca- so, people so caveat the it. first yeah. trimester like i was nauseous yeah um but i just ate pizza and it went away so it was great what kind of toppings i am a pepperoni spinach that's oh, it spinach yeah i've Damn. never had that combo before. i'm gonna yeah look i at do that. spinach so i felt like i needed the veggies <laughs> but i didn't want to taste it so i was like
0: i love that that is so funny pizza hut if you're listening
2: yeah exactly that's so funny <laughs> um but yeah be? no this, this the second and third trimester was like good yeah yeah had good were time. you athletic your whole did you work out
0: your whole pregnancy
2: yeah i worked out so i had a scheduled c-section um okay. and that was scheduled before because i had fibroid surgery a year before so it just okay. scheduled and i worked out the night before my c-section <laughs> it was booked at 8 9 a.m i tried to go to the gym before my husband said no so, oh I'm like, you're just
1: like me. Yeah, yeah,
2: I wanted to, but he was like, no. I was like, can we at least walk to the hospital? And he's like, fine, like, compromise. So, you walked to the amazing. hospital? I live, I I live super close to Tronomy's General. Uh, okay. Yeah, or Michael Guerin, sorry. Uh-huh.
1: For three of our kids, we walked to and from the hospital, like, left, walked home.
0: Huh? What? What do you mean? I don't understand.
1: Like, which le- hospital were you delivered at? Sinai, but we lived downtown at the time, but we, but. Jay, do we drive? We drove home with Jay, right? Uh-huh. Cuz it was 11 p.m. cuz I delivered like a few hours before. Uh-huh. But Dylan and Rye, we walked to the hospital and walked home from the hospital. That's
0: such a great part of delivery stories. Yeah. I have never heard that before. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I've heard of people like driving like, we didn't to the actually hospital. actually need the car seat, I
1: guess. We could have like walked home with him mm-hmm. in a carrier.
0: You're like, right? Yeah. Just gonna walk this baby home. But we mm-hmm. asked them and they're like, "No, you need a bucket." No, you we're need like, one. "But we're walking home with him." <laughs> yeah, so like, "You know,
1: you need a bucket." I was yeah. like, "This is a stupid rule."
0: Yeah. I think everything in the hospital's stupid, but that's my opinion. <laughs> okay. Sorry guys. Sorry, doctor, doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor. <laughs> Literally three doctors in front of me. um Cool. Okay, so everything was like hunky dory. Where did you really want to be a parent? Yeah, I always. Yeah. You
2: know, I was the youngest of four kids, so I just yeah. loved growing up with my siblings and stuff. So like, I knew we all my- have.
0: We're all like adult children of fours. Yeah, Dina is the youngest of four. I'm the third of four. No, I'm the third. You're the third mm-hmm. I think were the fourth I have a younger brother Whoa. mind blown I thought you were mm. the baby mm. Mm. <laughs> does that ruin everything
1: it ruins everything you and I <laughs> are both third. we are Yay! I thought you
0: knew that <laughs> I didn't know that
2: um, and what's the age spread with your sibs um, so my oldest sister is nine years older than me then yeah. seven then four
0: okay that's yeah. a nice spread yeah that's really nice and are they all based in Toronto
2: Um, my two sisters are and my brother's in Calgary
0: okay mm-hmm. awesome it's nice that everyone's
2: here
1: yeah That's really nice. Did you always want a big family yourself? Did you want to have a bunch of kids?
2: Um, I always, like two, I think. (laughs) Yeah, maybe three. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I don't know. I have something about odd numbers. So Mm. I'd like, it was either like two or four, but Mm. 14. It's funny, I like
1: odd numbers too, but it never felt right to have three kids. Yeah. I was like, four just sounds better. Yeah, Mm. I don't know
2: why. Yeah, so I probably will stop at two. Right. (laughs) we have twins. we have twins. twins. Oh, yeah. Do you have twins in your family? Uh, No, Mm. I do not. So, what are the chances of having twins if you don't have twins? In your well, family? apparently, like no idea. Like, mm. like Nigerian or like West African women of like older, like I'm not super old, but like getting older, like um, in their mid to late thirties, have a higher chance of getting having twins. Really? Yeah,
0: I'd like to see that. I didn't know
1: that I have yeah. twins on both sides of my family, natural twins. Have I told you this story mm-hmm. before? When we had, we and Andrew went for our ultrasound with Austin, our now almost two year old, our last kid, and. We were like six weeks pregnant or something. And she had the probe on me. And she's like, (laughs) she turns over to me and she goes, oh, do you have twins in your family? And I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) And Andrew's sitting at my feet. And we both look at each other. We went, fuck. (laughs) We wanted four. We weren't planning on five. Three to five. Anyway, so she found two sacks, but no heartbeat, no Uh. baby. So for the next two weeks, so she's like, okay, come back in two weeks. We'll repeat it and see what's up. So for two weeks, we were like, oh my God, we have twins and we have three other children. We're going to have five kids under seven. (laughs) And we were building this house, which has four kids' bedrooms upstairs. So I literally came home and I called my contractor. and I was like, stop building the second floor because we might have to completely change our design cause, mm-hmm. or figure out how to put two kids in one room, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And I was like, we have two girls, two boys, what are we doing here? Yeah. So for like two weeks, they literally only worked on the basement where we're sitting and the, the main floor and not upstairs, just in case we had to like reconfigure okay. the That's whole damn thing. So we went back were two you weeks excited later. excited about
0: that, Dina, though? Having was twins? It? yeah.
1: I wouldn't no I wouldn't say excited excited or just like I think twins are fascinating (laughs) Andrew
0: guys if you can see Andrew's face right now I I mean
1: to be honest I think twins are fascinating like I think it's just so it's they're so interesting and just watch them like come out and lie next to each other and seem interested in each other Andrew's vomiting in his mouth right now we were we were (laughs) were okay with the fact that it wasn't twin. so we went back two weeks later and there was one sack and one heartbeat and one baby and there was another sack that was just kind of hanging out empty Uh and so was it a twin I don't know was it Mm. it ended Being like later on the evolution of my pregnancy, it became like a little blood sack, like Mm -hmm. a little bleed. But was it a baby? It's possible, it's quite possible. Uh If you look at the older ultrasounds, it looks like two sacks.
0: So maybe Mm -hmm. I was meant to have twins, bananas, Mm.
1: Mm. but no twins for me. But we do have natural twins on both sides of my family, so Mm. I am higher risk. Mm. Mm. Yeah to so be like you, should, you want to have another kid you want to have the girl and i'm like i'm gonna have twin boys next so i think i'm good
0: because <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would really suck.
0: you know uh, we were scared last time but so i have two boys. more so, there are so much many testosterone there's so many yeah. sons there oh there's so many penises
1: mummy yeah there <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> little sauce's <Swazis> fest yeah <laughs> so many penises right. <laughs>
0: um that's really funny um okay cool and tell us about your fitness uh background
2: uh, sure. Yeah. So I've always been like an avid sports person, like used yep. to like since I was a little kid, I used to play like Ontario basketball and volleyball when I was younger. And then at Queens, I did varsity track and field Um, mm-hmm. and always loved working out like working out was just sort of my happy place. And uh, then I moved to Toronto and did a uh, varsity track for U of T one year while I was in med school, but it was too hard to do. Just track with. is running, right? Yeah, track and field. Okay. Yes, running. Yeah. Okay. Like I'd sprinted. So Sorry. I did like 100 and 200. Yeah. <laughs> the wow. No, a <laughs> no, <what> track is.
0: <laughs> no, I well, you guessed that, run, The Olympic Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, She's so oh, like, 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 like to the Olympic to- <laughs> gold. You know <laughs> that person? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. And so I moved to Toronto and like had to give up sort of doing like varsity sports, but still worked out. Um, then me and my husband bought a house in the East End when I was a resident, and uh, I was looking for, like, a boot camp or something. I was going to Good Life, and it was fun, but I just wanted, like, like a boot camp. And so I was, like, Googling, like, boot camps in the East End, and then I saw one, like, in Resilience Fitness came up, and it was, like, these guys, like, flipping tires and, like, hammering stuff mm-hmm. and, like, running in the mud. Like, it was, like, awesome. And so I uh, went to one of their workouts, and here I am. And
1: is that what the workouts are? Like, like, so, so we really flip functional t- so we fitness flipped, kind of thing. Yeah. So
2: yeah. So it's a, there's a combination. So there's like, um, like there's different classes. So there's high interval, like, like hit classes. So a high intensity interval training, mm-hmm. there's weight training. Um, There's like core, I do the core fit. So core specific classes, there's ones that are more for like speed endurance versus mm-hmm. long endurance. So like a bunch of stuff it's uh, based out of Monarch park. Um,
0: oh, I went to night school there. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: So it's based at mm. Monarch Park has a big uh, stadium with a track and then a little studio. That's our studio. So mm-hmm. it's awesome. We have access to like the track. We get fields on the on the in the morning and stairs and stuff. So we get to cool. use a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a really awesome.
0: nice. My, my brother went to high school there. I grew yeah. up a Bloor in Sherborne. Okay. So yeah. we used to all go east, east to do yeah. uh, schooling for a bit. I failed a lot of math and went there for a lot of high school to try to get through grade 11 math. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. No, yeah. Probably. I don't know. Do you find that your identity is really like tied into, like, I would say Dina's identity oh, is yeah. very much tied into her athleticism would you say the same i mean I look sure. at your arms guys you got to see Doopy's arms Her arms, are, like i can see them <laughs> so i don't mean to embarrass you but no, you look like fine. a very fit woman yeah. and i mean it's a little bit of you know i'm complimenting it's a compliment i appreciate it's it. envy yeah. actually <laughs> 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 i've always wanted nice arms it's yeah. never been my thing but i was I had nice arms one day on my wedding day that was good <laughs> okay. um but i worked really hard for that so mm-hmm. so is it part of like your identity yeah, that 100%. fitness piece? obviously yeah yeah
2: like when i can't work out like for you know, I go forty eight hours without working out. Like my husband will come home early and be like, "Go work out." Like oh he's God. like, he Stupid knows me. You know what? Because mm-hmm. he Andrew knows it's like it's either mm-hmm. you know he's like it's either you go and work out or you don't work out and I'm miserable. So mm-hmm. you know, go work out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. Miserable. It's your medicine. It's, it's your. My medicine, it's your church, I There's not a
1: lot of people like us, though, especially physicians. I feel like yeah, we no. just, there's a lot of people say there's no time or whatever, but yeah. I'm the same. If I don't work out for a single day, I'm a miserable yeah. bitch. Yeah. yeah, I need to. Yeah.
2: It's like, yeah, it's my adrenaline. How um,
1: long did you take off after you delivered? Good question. Well, I, I guess different C-section.
2: Uh, yeah, so from working out. Yeah. So I, I like, listened to my doctor. Like, she was like, Dr. Frecker was like, you know, take the six weeks. So I was like, okay. Like, so I didn't, but I walked. Like, we started walking, like, mm-hmm. I started doing like what I called like I used to call I call Gordon Bay. So I started this thing called 5k per day with Bay. So starting like two days after when they left, let me out of the hospital, we started walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 5k per day. But I didn't lift anything heavy until six weeks. I listened.
1: Yeah one i, I one of my biggest fears was having a c-section because yeah. i was like how am i not going to do something where yeah. i can raise my heart rates for six weeks i would actually lose my mind the longest yeah. i've taken off of not working out and since grade 11 which i don't even know how many years that is is three days I'd mono i was like dying <laughs> after each of my <laughs> vaginal births i was spinning again two days later good for you yeah. i was spinning not even 48 hours after my last kid like, I am such an addict of exercise. I yeah. need it for my you mental know. health, for like, my wake-up, for everything. Like, I need it. There's yeah, yeah. not a lot of people like that. Yeah, no, and it's no. good and bad, I guess. I mean, of all addictions, it's pretty
2: decent. But, yeah, no. Yeah. It could be worse things to be addicted to. Yes, could be worse. Yes, I, be worse. Can, I can definitely go all cocaine. the addictions yeah. I have <laughs> <laughs> that are worse, you you know, working, working, working out, out. every day, cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll take it Okay, I don't do
1: coke. Nothing up the nose, nothing in the veins, nothing in the bum. Just you. Just in general. I don't do coke, for the record,
0: mom and dad. I was not saying a line in coke okay okay that's cool awesome and what's your involvement with the gym now because you actually are quite affiliated
2: yeah so i went i started just as like a participant and Mm. then i got really close so there's three guys that started it Mm -hmm. um their names were Rolly, andrew and josh they all know each other so two of them did varsity football together and then um so that's josh or andrew and Rolly, and then andrew and josh knew each other from high school so Mm -hmm. they just were all working as like Uh, personal trainers a good life and they decided to start this company and so they were looking to expand just to have some like female fitness trainers so Mm -hmm. they asked me one day to do it and my secret like love is or like my goal in life would is to be like a fitness trainer so I like Mm -hmm. hopped on that bandwagon like Mm -hmm. right away and yeah so I've been coaching ever since. The new training is there? Yeah, I teach yeah. yeah, so I teach so I, I don't do any personal training, yeah. but I do fit the group fitness classes. So I do the core fit classes. And you are just
0: like, hey I'm dupy, everyone, let's drop and give me twenty. And I'm an ENT. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so funny to see the
0: layers of hmm. people's identity, you yeah, know? And, uh,
2: no, so it's great. Yeah. No, cool. I used to, I used to coach more, but obviously like yeah. priorities. Um but yeah I coach twice uh twice a week. That's yeah, fantastic, yeah, and just yeah. for fun. Just for fun. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: funny. I have a friend who's a lawyer, and she like teaches yoga in the nighttime. Hmm. I have a I know a, a family pediatrician who hmm. a fam doc who family doctor who teaches yoga three times a week. Hmm. Why are you laughing, me, Andrew? Am <laughs> I saying thing wrong? What, uh, is it a pediatrician, family doctor, something.
1: There's a colleague of mine that's a neurologist. Yeah. She actually since moved to the states, but she t- still taught spin classes like twice a week forever. And she was like really fancy, very specialized neurologist at Sick. It's like mm-hmm. very well-known, like yeah. North American wide, well-known. Mm-hmm. And she taught spin classes twice yeah, a week just because awesome. she loved it. She just loved doing it. Yeah. And like, she, and she didn't need the money or anything. She just needed, she loved the drive of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, why don't I just take a class? She's like, Oh, teaching a class is different. i was like, okay, fine. Would you, still, so? yeah. would you
0: teach something, Dina, for fun?
1: Totally. I would, but I would um, go to something you tell it.
0: Let's do it. Who yeah. wants to I don't know, yelling shit at teach? people? What would you teach? Spin, probably. Yeah.
1: Or a running class. I don't know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I like the most. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I could totally teach. I've taken thousands of classes. Mm-hmm. I could, but I don't know if I would enjoy it as much. But I also like being a boss, so maybe.
0: I think you'd be such a good yeah. boss. I would come to your class. I think class. it'd be kind
1: of like a totally different way. I think you just kinda of get used to it, right? Like being mm-hmm. that part of you, the right. campy yeah. part of you, right?
2: So what is it you teach, DB? So I do the core fit classes. So what does um, core fit mean? So core is working. Your, uh, your, your ab- yeah, yeah. So your abdomen muscles, yeah. we do glute work. Uh, we do posterior chains, so your back muscles and your legs. So it's like high intensity, but low impact. Uh-huh. It's a 45-minute class, and it's pretty awesome. Is it women or men or both? Everyone, yeah. yeah. For everyone, I would say probably more women come to it uh, than men. I think it's more just because the men are scared, to be honest, because any time a man comes, they're struggling the mm. most. Yeah. I
1: hate core stuff more than anything. Everyone it's hates core. It's the only corn. thing yeah. I like. I just don't do it. Yeah, no I'm like, one I does run it. a lot. My core is probably okay.
2: Yeah, no, no one does it. You know, people mm. are like, "Oh, I'm not sweating," and not like everyone's like, "When I work out, it means like I need to sweat, or like my Mm. heart rate needs to go up." It's like yoga. People hate yoga because exactly because it's not like that usual sweat. But I um, think it's because it's hard that people don't like it. I think all the rest of it's bullshit. Strong core, strong body. When your core is strong, it's your foundation. You know. So I I mean, after having Gordon, I realized like how important my core was because my core went to shit right after. Of course, they sliced your entire abdomen open. So yeah. So and even just like like he was a big baby. So how big? Uh, he was just over, he was just nine pounds at That's 38 weeks. And it was 38 weeks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 38 weeks, nine pounds. And yeah. on you, you're not a big person. <laughs> no. Yeah he, was, yeah. yeah, he was big. We tried to go for 39, but she was worried that I was going to burst. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was getting big. So. There you go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, so I love it. I mean, I love teaching it. I love making up new moves that like people find interesting and challenging. And mm-hmm. I like, I like, seeing people like not struggle, but like be challenged. And like, I love it when people come from day one and then people, when they consistently come, you know, twice a week for six weeks, and they come up to me and they're like, you know what? Like I've noticed a difference in my other classes, like doing the strong, like weightlifting classes, like Mm -hmm. things are easier for me to do. Or like, I just feel like I'm not getting as much back pain because I've like strengthened my core and stuff. Like that's what my How long did it find
1: to get back to your pre C-section kind of? Strength. Do you feel like you're Strength. back to that or
2: because of the section Yeah, I'm pretty, it's yeah messed I started up. lifting pretty heavy recently, hmm. so yeah, I'm feeling good. Yeah, my core is still a bit weak. Like I have a I have a diastasis, so mm-hmm. I don't do crunches and stuff. But like I am able to engage my core enough to like do like all this stuff. But I can still I started lifting heavy again. So, so what do you do
1: like when good. you're teaching? Do you actually physically do it or, or you
2: I j- I demonstrate and yeah. then I don't do it and then I right. go around and like correct people to make sure mm-hmm. that they're using the proper form and stuff and Got yell it. at them if they're not doing it. Yep. Yeah. And with I your mean, demeanor, like, I cannot. Yeah, put I you yell like, like nicely, sorry. like yeah. a nice like <laughs> encourage yelling, not like, like you can not do like not like not like like an army, like you know, uh-huh. sergeant. But yeah, not like <laughs> yeah. an army sergeant.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, no, All good. right. Cool. I hate core work. Core work is not my friend. It's not my thing. I don't like. You got to it. do it.
2: Yeah, but that's, I don't like it. I know, but you, that's why you got to do it. Yeah, I know, but I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I figure, like we've spoken
1: about this before, but I feel like because my pelvic floor is strong, I have like good evidence. My pelvic floor is strong. Mm-hmm. I'm like the rest is okay. <laughs> right. I just yeah. I hate it. Do I you hate it so much. Work
0: or ever working out. Do you ever no. have lower back pain?
1: No, no, no. And because I haven't peed myself, I'm, I feel like my pelvic floor is good. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I can still run and I have no incontinence kind of stuff. Yeah. And... So I feel like it's probably all good in there. Mm-hmm. I just hate core work. I hate it. Like I can't do it.
2: It's slower. Like it's yeah. It I like takes. lose my mind. Like a I can do like it...
1: planks and things like for a bit. Yeah. Like one like I, I train with a Nike running app because I'm training for a marathon that's in October. Right. So once a week or so, it tells me to do one other thing. So fine, I'll do one other things, and it just like goes through a bunch of like you watch a video, mm-hmm. and uh, most of them are core based. And so like I'll do planks and shit for 20 minutes like mm-hmm. once a week. But that's like pretty much my that's threshold. What do. Yeah. yeah. But like I feel like I'm running and stuff. My core is being engaged. Yeah, no, for sure. It's not, not, I know I should do more, but I can't. I
2: mean, everyone should do more, but it's also hard because it's like a fine balance between like, you know, I want to get like my heart rate up and do this and that. Because I need that. I need that for
1: my brain. I know, that's the the thing. A lot of people need it like mentally
2: is to actually get the heart rate up, but... Um, you know, half, half the battle in my class is just trying to teach people how to actually engage their core mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. how to like use your breathing appropriately so that if you are lifting weight, you're not like increasing your like intra-abdominal pressure, but you're actually like using that breath to help you lift heavier or yeah. do, the, do the movements uh, more appropriately. Talk through it.
0: What would you actually say to somebody to coach them on how to do their Deep core breathing.
2: So, the way that I say, like, when I say engage, so the first thing I always say in my class is, like, when people think core, they're always thinking, like, oh, I'm going to do this core class. I'm going to get, like, six pack abs. But your core is more than just, like, your rectus abdominis, like, those six pack abs. Your core is, like, everything I mentioned at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the deep core muscles, the transverse abdominis, Mm -hmm. the obliques. It's your glute, it's your posterior chain. So, people don't appreciate that, like, to engage your core, you have to really think about all those muscles. So mm-hmm. I always equate engaging your core, like um, telling people that uh, it's the same as if someone's about to punch you, like sucker punch you, and you sort of, that like, you sort of like... like brace mm-hmm. yourself. Brace yourself, exactly. So that's engaging your core, but without holding your breath. So keeping that same motion, mm-hmm. but you're able to breathe in, while maintaining that sort of <clears throat> bracing um, of your core. I feel and- like
1: it's like tightening up a corset. Yeah, it's kind that's of all way. around mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And then, you know, if we're doing like a crunch, like making sure that people, you know, as they're crunching up, like you're exhaling. And then as you're releasing that crunch, you're inhaling versus a lot of people will do the opposite. Yeah. And that's, then you're not able to engage your core. Can we say that again? When that. you're
0: doing the crunch, you're so exhaling. You
2: exhale yes. as you crunch up yeah. And, yeah, and inhaling as you crunch as you uh, extend it's funny uh, to be
0: I've been, done a lot of hit classes and I've done a lot of fit, I've done a lot of fitness my whole life I really have I just sort of like it's sort of a joke for me this sort you of just like don't love it. It. it's not your fan I don't I, I do love it I just don't make it a number one priority of my everyday life and mm-hmm. I don't need it to be a happy person yeah but I do enjoy going and when I can find something I like that's my thing it's right. finding something that's my speed so sure. I happened to find something recently and I found that I used to do only hit because that's what I thought there was mm-hmm. but I just found something recently that I actually and am, am enjoying because the pace is way slower mm-hmm. and the womans who's teaching it is all young moms is obsessed with form mm-hmm. and she'd rather everyone slow down and get it right than try to just speed through it and i am leaving sweating i'm not dripping with sweat but yep. at least i feel like i got the workout in sure. so i do it? What enjoy what is it you're doing it. Yeah, what, is it? what is it you're doing it's called fuel is the name of the studio oh, yeah, okay. The okay. Steph. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. in the Ronsus Vale by my house yeah, yeah. and uh it's really i'm really enjoying it so it's funny because i the hardest i've ever worked out in my adult life was probably the two years before I got married just happened to be that my husband and I just like made some changes in our life and made it a priority. And I was probably doing yoga four days a week. And then the other three days a week I was doing high intensity training, like mm-hmm. really high intensity training. And it was like really young men teaching the classes. Mm-hmm. And it was like that competitive edge. And everyone was like out, like who yeah, could, like who the whole thing was who could do it faster and who could do it stronger. Yeah. Um, And then since I've had my kids, everything I found was like not necessarily moms teaching the classes. It's mm-hmm. people who teach, Moms, but they themselves are not moms, mm-hmm. so their talk track was either bad or whatever. So actually, just sent it also from moms to mom fit mom whatever. She's really good because she's a mom and her talk track is really really good. um But I really like this. Chick. I've never
1: heard that term before. Talk track. But I a like talk track it. is yeah. like
0: I find like it depends on the person teaching the class. It's somebody what they say yeah. is their talk track in fitness. That's what I cool. call it. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. if somebody's talk track is like one two you can do it I'm like oh my god go fuck yourself if someone is like (laughs) if you're like you're like explaining okay guys brace yourself for your sucker punch okay everyone slow down and watch me do it correctly like that's what I like yeah so and it has to be um, engaging. You're right. I mean, the best instructors are people that can engage you. Correct. Like, mm-hmm. Inspire you, but not right. piss you off. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't want to hate you. I want to love you. Right. Absolutely. So I I, sure. I, I don't know this woman. I don't know. I really like her. I really like the girls in the class a bit. So I just found something that's my speed and I'm like, Oh wow. And I lift it. I can, I can lift. And I think it's funny cause I, my form is actually very good because I've always had a, like I've always trained. Yes. Am, and despite my appearance i actually am very strong so it's crazy to when i actually get into it i'm like oh wow i know how to do all this and i mm-hmm. can keep with it keep up with the class mm-hmm. but i don't love the discourse around this conversation it makes me it doesn't make me uncomfortable i just find like for some people it's like it's the defining element of who they are or you're not that right mm-hmm. so i feel like there's no gray area so? yeah I do. Mm. That's what I was going to say to you, Doopy. if we had somebody listening right now and they want to like have one toe in the water and let's say 30 day challenge, they want to like do something every day for five minutes. What is it? The thing that you would like recommend somebody who like wants a to toe in like yeah, for physical, core,
2: like for core, I would, yeah. I would start with a plank.
0: A plank every morning? I would
2: do a plank, and it doesn't have to necessarily be a plank on your toes. You can uh-huh. start with a plank on your knees. Knees, yeah. Yeah, and start, and then once you get comfortable with that, do it on A plank on your is toes. when you're
0: basically, it looks like you're in a crawling position, right, or on your forearms?
2: Yeah, you're either on your forearms, forearms or, your or, or right on hand. your hands, yeah. and um, your, your body's straight, and you're either on your toes or your knees, and you're, again, bracing your core, squeezing your glutes, and I would mm-hmm. just do that and making sure that you're breathing. Yeah, that's it. That's the one I would Hmm. do if you had to choose one. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, do those bicycle like kicks Hmm. or like crunches. But I find that at least in my class when people are doing bicycle kicks, I make them do it slow. (laughs) Because I find when you do it fast, you just use your momentum. You're never really bracing your core. And your neck. Like you're you're your neck Yeah, you hurt yourself. People Mm. are always like, yeah. So they're just like you're really going to strain something else. But like doing it slow and controlled is when you're really doing it, but most people won't do it slow, slow and controlled, so getting something like, a, like doing a plank and stuff where you really have to focus on your breathing on your like positioning and bracing your core is definitely mm. and probably the do. forward
1: weighting stuff there versus like sit-ups crunches etc mm-hmm. in terms of the pressure on like increasing risk of diastasis and things exactly. mm-hmm. probably yeah. better if you're forward weighted right exactly yeah so it's yeah.
2: yeah it's good not for like for like moms like people that have just had a baby mm-hmm. or are pregnant or like want to get pregnant or mm-hmm. don't want to get pregnant like it's probably one that's The safest. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. so you're on your back and
1: you're crunching up forward, you're putting tons of pressure on your mid abdomen, right? And so you have these muscles that run up and down and (sighs) post pregnancy, during pregnancy, your belly's growing, your muscles pull apart. Mm -hmm. So that's when people talk about like the mummy tummy or whatever, Mm -hmm. like what people get tummy tucks for. So if you're on your back and you're moving yourself forward, you're putting tons of pressure exactly there like around your belly button. Mm -hmm. And that's how you separate your muscles out, which doesn't look good, it'll end up looking worse. Mm -hmm. But if you're forward weighted, things like doing a plank, it doesn't have that same pressure. You're more evenly distributed in your pressure. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. Hmm. Riveting. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You don't sound convincing. I'm I'm teasing a bit. No, I just find the whole conversation a little bit jarring, to be honest. I'm just being 100% honest because it's the only way I can be. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just find it a little bit jarring. I don't know why. I find like, not like it's a failure on my behalf, but I feel like some women who don't fit it into their daily routine or don't make it part of their sense of identity i don't know, Body yeah, but there's positivity. so many other
2: things, like I have a lot of friends so mm-hmm. don't like to work out, but what they like to do is like they're they like to cook mm-hmm. or they do art or they do something else right, right? like, and you know what we choose to do is something that sort of helps us physically, but you know like cooking like is like more like mentally like it's almost like a mental exercise right, right. or or art and stuff, so I think just because like exercise isn't your thing doesn't there's so many other things <laughs> and so many other like talent and like enjoyment. Absolutely. I think people have their hobbies, right? I think it also doesn't have to
1: be like going to a gym or running or things like we're talking about. Like over the weekend we went for a quote unquote hike with my family and Andrew Mm -hmm. wore a backpack and you know, two of our kids were walking and we were just like walking in the ravine. It was a walk, but my kids were being active and we were being active and it was just an enjoyable time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a workout, but not like not, it wasn't a run for me though. I ran during it, but, um, but that too is like, exercise and good for your body and good mm-hmm. for your brain and good role yeah. your for your kids too. So it doesn't have to be like a workout. You don't have to go to a class. Right. You can just exactly. be active yeah. as a family or Absolutely. on your own, right? Yeah.
0: I love moving my body. There's like no yeah. two ways about exactly. it. Absolutely. The days when I'm like, you know, I'm ups, like obsessed with my steps or whatever I get it <laughs> in for the day. It feels good to Absolutely. to hit those thresholds. Just The conversation around body positivity and and the healthy body versus the non-healthy body, mm-hmm. it just it always makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable i don't know why hmm. um i think i'm just like on a journey myself always sort of mm-hmm. scaling for you know feeling comfortable in my skin mm-hmm. um which i am generally it's mm-hmm. just that sometimes i feel uncomfortable in my skin as we all do yes i think true that's actually a very good point right you can't yeah. judge a book by its cover right yeah i, I mean true. for
1: I, I my guess is with Doopy too but for me exercise in my daily life has nothing to do with my body Like it's fully about my brain. Like Uh you know, I I would be much heavier if I didn't work out every day. But that is totally not why I work out. Like Uh for me, it's brain health. Yeah, it's to wake me up. It gives me energy. It's my like it's my coffee in the morning. Yeah, so it actually has nothing in. Do you drink coffee? No, (laughs) it's my coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah. you don't drink coffee. No, No. No, it really is my wake up right. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, for me, it has nothing to do with the Scale, I don't even know
0: what I weigh right now, nothing to do with that. Yeah, Maybe it's just my wake up. That's good. When time yeah. do you wake up? Do you, I mean, what time do you work
2: out in the morning? I work, yeah, I do 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'll wake up at around 5 30 and go. What time just going to wake up. That. He wakes up, <laughs> <I could laughs> he wakes not. up around 7 38, but my husband gets him ready, so that's good. Yeah. We've had a
1: slew of really amazing partners. That's crazy. Of the women we've interviewed recently, like I think you're the third in a row. Mm-hmm. And the woman's like, oh, I like I sleep in or I go for a run or I do whatever. My husband does the whole like that is amazing that no, we have so pretty, many partners yeah. that are stepping up and doing the childcare yeah, mm-hmm. shit so that we can do things that we need to do. I Absolutely. love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he's
2: pretty awesome. I, yeah, I have to say, yeah, no, he mornings are him or his. I do drop off at daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, he like he comes home early on Monday and Wednesday nights because that's when I coach, and then Thursdays are his night to be late for work, and then yeah. Yeah, it works out. That's great. Love yeah, the tag team. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's awesome.
0: Yeah, works out well. That's so nice. Yeah, it's good. And when did you go back to work after your
2: year? I went back at uh,
0: eight and a half months. Okay. All doctors don't take the full year, right? Eh? You know, I was... Some do. Some I don't do. know very many that do. Really? Some do. Yeah. In my oh, small yeah. ecosystem of A lot of, of life?
1: residents do.
0: Yeah, Because resident. it's
1: it's nice top it's up. Like, you get paid, like, 90-ish percent of yeah, your salary. Right. So, though residents don't make very much, you still get a good percentage. So, it's reasonable. And the in the you haven't started your career yet. Mm. So, the clock isn't starting. Or, you know, once you're a staff, it's a bit more challenging because you, you kind of want to gain momentum and mm-hmm, everything.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the reasons why I went back early is just because I operate. So, uh-huh. I was really scared that, like, if I took... Too long off that I sort of lose a skill set. Do you
1: feel like that though? Really, I, on, back? I
2: honestly did, but as soon the first day that I operated, I was like, I should have taken a year off right. for sure. It was <laughs> so like riding so in a the bike. moment when you, yeah, right, yeah. Like I think yeah. it's muscle so memory. Before, how then, many times
1: have you done tubes like yeah, thousands honestly, of times? And I
2: was like, I even like booked longer for my cases, like just mm-hmm. in case to be safe, like I'm like I don't remember how to use the computer system. Like when I was off for eight months, like I did nothing work related. That's good. Didn't check my work email. That's didn't good. did no like CME credits. Like I did like I was like tapped out i just went to mom's to events yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Le- like legit right yeah. so um yeah so i was like oh no i got to go back but i wish i wish i took it the year off yeah in hindsight especially because i had a locum that i could have had for years for i mean for a lot of us it's hard to find someone to cover your practice for right. that long and mm-hmm. uh so a lot of people are forced to go back early um but i didn't have to but i did Yeah. Anyway. You is your husband a physician uh he's a partner at a law firm
0: oh, okay mm-hmm. that's nice mm-hmm. that's so nice
1: I worried, too, about losing my skills. Like, it's not quite being surgeon, but, you know, we do a lot of procedures in the merge. Yeah. And I took such a brief time with my first, second, third. And then I took a very brief time with my fourth to go back to the office. But I took an entire year before I went back to sick mm. My first day, I was like, oh, my God, there's going to be, like, a resuscitation. I'm going to have to do sutures. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something. And nothing felt like I left. Yeah. It was like, you know, the code stuff went off. Everything was crazy. And I was like... You just do it. You, yeah. just, you just figure out how to do it. Right. And there's always people around too. Like you're not by yourself in the OR. Exactly. No, right? no. 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 Like, there's people there. Yeah, if you that, can't remember how yeah. to suture, someone will help you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be a big problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's all muscle memory. It's like going yeah, on a no, bike ride. It right? really was. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it was
2: good. I mean, cool. it's reassuring. So you're not going to forget good.
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> and what's been
0: your? What do you think is like the biggest lesson you've learned so far in your motherhood journey?
2: Oh, great question. Um. The biggest lesson? would like, yeah. If we have our like listeners in there. So they listening
0: to this all-star athlete, yeah, like kick-ass ENT physician, who's um, like a young mom. What do you want them to know?
2: I think I would want them to know that everything just sort of will work out. Like, yeah. You know trust what I mean? The, trust the process. Yeah, yeah, trust the process. Like, you it's know, I was one. stressed like, um I was like, Oh like especially being a physician, Mom, like especially ENT I was like, Oh he has a big tongue or oh he's like everything like oh like he does <laughs> he like too much. he's snoring like you yeah. know, no one told me like how noisy babies were at the beginning i was like <laughs> yeah. i'm like he has sleep apnea he has cyanosis like let's like when the sick kids and my husband's like what are you talking about i'm like let's go see them like i know them will <laughs> take us in but um yeah it just everything just sort of worked out like you know oh he God. like made noise and then it stopped when it was supposed to stop or yeah. like when we started solids and he like really didn't like to eat Sounds like he's gonna starve like blah 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 he like eats like Eats more than I do now, you Uh know? Like, I was like, oh, he's never gonna walk. I'm like, he walked on his, like, a week after his 12th, like, month, like, first birthday, right? Like, they, they just do it in their own time. And I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves or like we read books or, I mean, my mom, like my mom squad is awesome, but sometimes, you know, you read things online you're part of like Facebook mom groups and people are like, my kid says like 10 words. I'm like 10 words. My kid doesn't even know that I'm mama yet. You know what I mean? So you get stressed out, but like kids have their own timeline and like they'll work it out. And you know, every once in a while they do need a little bit of help and there are things that wrong, but that are wrong. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, like kids are, a resilient and b so are you right smart. yeah exactly right it's yeah. funny
0: it's do we, we meet so many amazing women on this podcast like really top shelf women you know mm-hmm. who i think are like the best in class and i think the universal truth i see across the border is like we like how many things have you failed at in your life or like not come in first place oh a few, a I, few. I, just okay. said, yeah. <laughs> I would say like generally generally you're a doctor you're a good looking woman. You're successful. <laughs> you know, those sorts of things like yeah. parenting is just a fucking Mack truck that hits you right between the eyes yeah. being like, oh, you're going to fail at everything right now. Just deal with it right mm-hmm. now, you know, mm-hmm. but you seem to have a good experience and a positive attitude. So that's good. But I think the, that's a really great lesson. It's yeah, just and, like, and then
1: the moment things can suck and then, right. and then it's over. And if it really sucks so bad, people wouldn't have second and third kids. It's yes. so true, right? right? Like it sucks in the moment and then there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah.
2: hundred yeah, percent. I know. Like, I know I have friends that have like six month olds and they're like, Oh, don't you remember like when they didn't sleep? I'm like, I think it happened, but now we sleep. So I'm like, maybe. But in the moment, it's so terrible. Like I remember like calling my mom like this sucks. And now I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
0: the 15 to like, I've 15 to 21 months is like so fun. Mm. Yeah, the eighteen. Yes. They, like they sleep a, really a lot. Good. They're yeah. so cute. Yeah, the real they're people. Super they start to like, like dance yeah, and talk. Yeah, they have like
2: personality. Yeah. Like yeah. he listens sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah, he's fun.
1: I'm really digging like the just about two age too. Yeah, because again, he, he still naps a lot, but now yeah. he's like a real person. He has like sentences and stories and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's really fun. I want to teach him how to like. The running thing, like you yeah. said before, that's okay. So I'm trying
0: to teach yeah. him like muscles, so he'll like yeah, yeah. flex. Yeah. So <laughs> That's our next thing. Yeah, I'm trying. So, so he just
2: laughs at me when I say muscles I'm like, no, baby, we have yeah, to yeah. like, yeah. you know, flex. Great show. Yeah, that's awesome. And they're, they're like rolls, so those like fat <laughs> yeah, rolls. at age. It's just fat yeah. rolls, yeah. but they sort of look like muscle. Yeah, they're yeah. 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 So yeah. cute. Just mounds of fat. Yeah, Oh my God. I love that. I
0: love kids, man. They're so funny. What are your yeah. kids doing? Anything funny recently?
1: Um, Austin makes me laugh every single day. He just says funny things every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what he said recently. My my kids this weekend got obsessed with who said what when, like what were their first words. And so I keep this like running file notes in my phone of their first words, their first teeth, like all the stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a journal, like an ongoing journal. So I pulled up like Ryan's first words and Jason's first words and Austin's first words. And they were like getting such a kick out of like what they said. And um, Ryan was super verbal, like super duper weirdly verbal. So he looked up his list and he said like mama first and he said da da and he said go. And then he was like so proud of himself because at 11 months, h- Andrew walked in the door and he said, hey, mommy, daddy's home. And he said it the entire weekend like a thousand times. I was, like, <laughs> yes ryan i remember yeah. <laughs> over and over hi mama daddy's home and it was like pretty impressive you're 11 months old you said a four-word sentence but he was obsessed uh, uh, so you was saying it now and i was saying it over and over and over again yeah. and, and how old is it six you now? years old six years old. <laughs> i got yeah. it you were cute when you were a year when you yeah. said it. <laughs> six i'm over yeah yeah
0: the language is pretty awesome yeah elias is doing a uh, mommy i love you and I love Daddy and I love my Miss Eva. And like and I love Leo. And I love Garbage Truck. Like he loves now he loves everything. Everybody and every person. I love you. I love you. You get a car. You get a car. It's like the same the same shit. You know? Ozzy's in the
1: car thing now. Everything's a bus, a car, yeah, uh, everything. Everything. So
0: Elias watches this YouTube channel. It's this guy named Blippy. If anyone knows Blipping make a comment because <laughs> bli ppi he's he's this really hunky actually dude i think he's hunky um he's kind of nerdy actually he's this youtube celebrity <laughs> totally he has like 42 million views oh, on everything he does mm. and it's education basically for like age appropriately probably four to six year olds mm-hmm. but my son's been watching it since it was the first thing he ever saw on youtube i don't How'd know how he stumbled it? upon it he just found it himself no it was like no we were just like looking like looking. youtube education or something okay and it's this guy who teaches. He grew this up. Guy? He grew up on a farm. Okay. I think. And he, he was be a varsity. A little better looking without this stuff. The no. Like, yeah. No. He <laughs> has. He is two hundred and thirty. Like he has like two hundred and thirty million downloads, and it's all him doing the <laughs> lowest budget production show ever. <laughs> and I thought it was so stupid until my son was like, "Mommy, excavator. Mom, that's a digger, and that's called the cab." Good I was like, you, Blue he's Blue literally Blue learning. The entire anatomy of every single vehicle that exists. So a year
1: ago, he had 160 million views on YouTube. Yes, Mm -hmm. he is.
0: And he's the lowest budget, him and one cameraman. And he'd be like, this is the color orange. This is the color purple. And he like does the text over it. But but the, the, the vehicle stuff is bananas. And he does the inner workings of like fire stations. He does like tractors, farming equipment. Mm -hmm. buses, but he'll go through every element of the, of the fire engine
1: he's so cute yeah he's like
0: really cute
1: and he's married his
0: children yeah he's, he's really so cute. cute so, so i'm a big bloopy like fan a, like, i actually commensh. sent him a dm i'm like hey if you're ever in toronto let me know we'll put together an event <laughs> right. or i'll like host a toddler like fest just around you because he's his such wife a huge is f- super hot too they're like very good looking oh uh, andrew is all of a sudden very interested <laughs> <laughs> <He's>, i'll <laughs> wait to say it was like woman's super hot and he's like yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways the reason i'm Their mentioning it's because really my son is pir- like parroting now and he, he was in and the air Plinkers. force yes he was in the air force and he grew up on a farm so he knows everything, everything about farming about. equipment mm. so everything is like this is a whatever it is this is this is a plow and this is makes bales of hay or whatever so like my my son will like would drive by a farm and he'll he's like mommy that's a bale of hay i was like yes it is son. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't awesome. it's really funny he's i just think it's 20 million dollars pardon it? he's worth 20 million dollars. that's it from mm. youtube apparently he's a youtube so, mega celebrity and he awesome. does this like 60 little, million yeah like He does Crazy. do, he does like little dances. I think he was a break dancer in high school. Uh-huh. So he does these like weird little break Long dances move. between
1: segments. So, <laughs> so we're going to watch like his thing like so it's <laughs>
0: 160, <laughs> yeah. 220, yeah. It million. I'm taking the blippy. <laughs> and I'm like, Elias, what's your name? He's like, Blippy, B-L-I-P-P-I. Because <laughs> <laughs> he spells it at the ever, end of every episode. He's like, what's my name? B-L-I-P-P-I. So me and Matt talk about Blippi all the time. Um, I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole <laughs> 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 that is funny but YouTube everyone stars. who's oh, listening yeah. is yeah. going to look up lippies oh my god yeah. he's so fucking yeah. cute man I can't stand okay. him his new That'd thing is would be
1: cool to like be uh, I, I have some friends that are like YouTube stars that's not uh, I don't think I could be that face forward I feel like you could be a YouTube star you like the face forward brandy you, stuff
0: Dina. who wants yes I would like to be a YouTube star oh okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah it must be an interesting you money. have friends who are YouTube stars yes who I feel like we should talk about it off camera. It okay. It feels
0: weird on camera. Well, if they're a YouTube star, then.
1: Yeah, fair. But yeah. Do you know them personally? As a mm. ma-
0: major? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I yeah. want Not to 160 really. million views. Though, be it's no. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely <Yeah>. not me. <laughs> no, YouTube is interesting. It's like a medium I was playing with like many, Like in 2003, I was playing with YouTube, mm-hmm. but I never really like, committed. Mm. Oh, I did me. a bunch of videos, but yeah, I didn't commit to it. I feel like no. I, I did some videos and it, it, wasn't it was the just medium like in my thought that I, yeah. yeah. I should have. I, like I should have blown
2: up way more now. Oh you yeah. have to like commit to it. Yeah, like, you it. have to like yeah, be like on it, like free, pretty yeah, frequently. So one. funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I was uh, at the cottage. My parents have a summer home, and my father kept like a collection of VHSs. But like, who has a VCR except for my dad at the cottage? <laughs> so we have one TV right next to the other, and this one has like a like a Netflix, uh, like a Apple TV, and this one is like like a VHS and I was trying to get my son into like, this is a movie like holding the (laughs) box up and he's like, He's like Peppa Pig, please. I was like, let's. This is called Peter Pan, and I put it in, and right away it's like coming to VHS soon, and it's like some guy is talking about the animation of the movie that's coming out in 1991. And Eliza's like Peppa Pig, and I'm like Peter Pan, (laughs) like they're right (laughs) next to each other. And I was like, wow, the quality of this video is so bad, I can't even watch it. Okay, we'll watch Peppa Pig. Well, that's
2: why they're redoing all the Disney's, right? Like, if you watch the original, so grainy and weird. Yeah, yeah. but imagine
0: that's what we used to watch, guys. Like, we used to put it into VHS and press rewind and press fast yeah. forward and pause and the tape would like eat itself and there was stuff yeah. before that like beta I never used beta that yeah. was like 70s but. Yeah. and then there was like CD
1: and then there was Blu-ray remember Blu-ray that was like, what, a year or something? Those were like just and CDs there was another that were worth thing. $45.
0: Yeah, they were just really, and, and so they I were like people that like switched over yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, it
2: was like different yeah. like uh, DVD-like players for yeah. the blue ray like special yeah. Blu-ray players. Right, that's right. Yeah. Remember in school where they'd like
1: wheel the TV and VCR <laughs> yeah. unit or like the double ones? I always yeah. wanted a double one that was like connected to the VCR, but then if one of them got fucked up, the whole thing was dead, right? But the TV screwed up. to bolt it to the actual. Or those chains? Yeah, it And they wheel and you'd be like, yeah, movie day put on something terrible yeah, right. oh yes. my god it's so funny yeah the fanciest ones had like the vcr that were connected like to the, the tv to the remember TV.
0: that's the one my parents have oh, they have that lit- that's oh my what gosh. i'm talking about need some
1: photo of that. i got it really i was gonna
0: take a photo of like the tvs next to each other because it's just so ridiculous <laughs> and my parents have like probably a thousand vhs's like holding on to the medium like it's going to be valuable one day maybe it will No, there's
2: not. It's, it's It's 2000. It's hard to find a VHS. Yeah. Is it? Like, yeah, like the, like, or not the VHS, but the The, the actual, like, the The players. players, Like, we have all these old home, like, you know, you used to have the, like, video cameras that, like, you could put a full, like, VHS in and, um. We can't play them, we can't find anyone, but I, I think have I have a few. You can come over <laughs> yeah. and I can give you my TV. You or can you, like eBay it or something, right? Yeah. Does yeah, Ebay still like exist con-
1: actually? Is eBay a thing still? I yes, it, it is. It is still a thing? Is it? Yeah, yes, okay. it is. Okay.
0: My brother, uh, for my dad's sixtieth birthday, so fifteen years ago, he digitized like every single home video. That's awesome. So we have a YouTube channel now or a Google drive that has hundreds of hours. Oh, so good. And my brother got such a kick out of watching like everything. Cause my yeah. parents were early, like I would say memory keepers. Like they always had like the earliest technology of medium, like communication of, of, of capturing family mm-hmm. moments. So we
1: definitely had a video camera growing up. I don't know what ever happened to all those videos. Uh-huh. I have no idea. They might be on VHS too or like non VHS whatever it was like yeah, there's the, sometimes the stick the that went in there they might all just be on sticks yeah. somewhere i have no idea yeah. <laughs> or like you know you not you know whatever like, like sd mini, things but remember back the mini, in the day the mini
0: vhss right. so you yeah, have to put into ones. a big vhs yeah. Yeah. to yeah, play yeah like it. I mean, exactly they were like yeah. little tapes right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no it's funny how like that. crazy like data has gotten to a point where, like, everything is yeah, those things you can put like
1: an hour on, and then when the hour right. ran out, you're like, Oh shit, I gotta switch it,
0: right? Like, at mm-hmm. my
1: bat mitzvah, the yeah. videographer ran out of tape, didn't realize it, so he yeah. missed like half my bat mitzvah, mm-hmm. and then presented <laughs> my parents with the video. and It was missing my dad's speech, which was amazing, and yeah. like all this stuff. And like, why? Oh, I ran out of tape, yeah, like, that was his response. I <laughs> missed half my bat mitzvah, it's devastating, actually. So, mm-hmm. it's so
0: funny. My parents, my I guess at some point, my my Parents had like the reel-to-reels of my grandparents like really young mm. and then they sat my grandparents down and videotaped them watching it and then talking about what was happening. That's amazing. So oh, my wow. dad's like that same thing. Anyways, we have this Google Drive basically and it's like basically my family Netflix. So I'm like mm, two- 1991 what happened that yeah. year? My brother like really took That's it seriously. Awesome. That's yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that sort of thing. Are you guys the same now? Like are you the same creatures? Yeah, we're crazy. It's yes. like US also like three ring circus. Yeah. When you have all adult children under the roof now, is, oh, it, yeah. is it bananas? Oh, yeah. It's always a crazy. Same with you. Nobody right? even
1: looking back at the videos. Are you like, that is totally,
0: Your personality bananas, totally is my same. sister. Like, yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. same, just younger. Yeah. yeah we're just yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. It's n- totally bananas actually. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So. Oh. <laughs> That's good though. So you always yeah. ask, what did you learn? Yes. What did we learn today? What did you learn today? I'm asking Dana? you. Oh, what did I learn today? I'm, I'm throwing it on you. So much. I learned about the adenoids. what they're called? <laughs> yes. I learned what an E-T-E-N-T is.
2: Which, what's the other name for it? It's, a, oh, okay. <laughs> no, hold on. no, no. Put it Don't down. Like, <laughs> no cheat Put it down
0: sheet. your phone. It's, I, I, it makes sense to me when I see the word, but I <laughs> have to look at it. makes sense to her. <laughs> <laughs> when I see the word. The Latin it's word. It's <laughs> autolaryngologist. Close. Pretty good. Autolaryngologist. <laughs> oh, yes. I got it. Yes. What, what about our guest's name? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Wow, how'd Doopie? you say my last name? Doopy.
0: Oya Yami. Oye Woo Me. Oye Woo Me. I'm so sorry, Doopy. <laughs> You're a rock star in my eyes. <laughs> that's all I'll tell you. ENT by day, fitness coach by night, kick ass mom who loves being a mom, and a big Mom steel fan. So I have to give you credit for that. I am. thanks for coming Thanks yeah, for, coming. Thanks for, for having having me. did you this learn anything awesome. you? or did you know everything uh,
1: what I really liked actually was if you have five minutes a day do um, a plank I think that's, yeah, that's really good, excellent advice sure. it's really yeah. good right. I might add a plank in periodically yeah, five minutes I'm minute just yeah. a minute I'll think 30 about seconds
0: it. I'll think about it in the morning and it's good
1: because you can add to it you could be like I'm just going to do 15 seconds today Okay, <laughs> exactly. 20 seconds next week and it'll make yeah, you
2: feel yeah. good that you're adding add five seconds every week and then before you know you're doing like a 10 minute plank right can you do this time sounds in a plank? No, I can't. Okay. No. I'd be lying to you if I said I could. What yeah.
1: what is a reasonably long
2: plank?
0: A we've minute?
2: Like, uh, no, like we've had like plank challenges at my boot camp and I think someone's gone like 10, 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah, there's some stuff. I feel like chorus. one minute to a plank, you're like, Oh my god, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, one minute yeah, I'd like, do one minute, I'd be done. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely awesome. Is. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. You guys thanks, are awesome. Thanks,
0: Doctor D. Thank you. Thanks, Doctor L. Levy Household. Thanks for hosting us. Moms that say fuck. Want some water? Are you okay? I'm good. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks, guys. Same bad channel. <laughs> There's another line to that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you really enjoy the content. We are eager to chat with the most interesting people about topics that you care about. Please
1: connect with us on social media at Moms That Say, at Moms TO, and at Dr. Dina Kulik and share your comments, requests, and to continue the conversation.
0: If you want to hear more, click subscribe and rate us too. We're all about the feedback because this podcast is for you. Have a great rest of week. Until next time.